what's going on everybody it is i gilbert or is it is it really gilbert you don't know and i am joined today by my associate here <laughs> what are you doing Pete? <laughs> <laughs> he's just sitting there but yeah nah what's going on everybody it is i the, the for all you know, I am Gilbert, and I have my friend here who is um, it, it's confirmed he is a scroll. <laughs> he let he he wants to have a home in his own skin. Unfortunately, he yeah. has to be here entertaining all of you people, so he's not going to be and, doing that today. And uh, just so people don't get freaked out, I'm staying in this form. Like I'm not gonna <laughs> not I'm not, I'm not gonna scare the people away. <laughs> exactly. See, I'm like he has to entertain all of our all of our loyal fans and friends. And so as a result of that, he's not going to get become turned into his ugly scroll face. That's, 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 that, 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 that is speciest. That's racist. It's like, that's you know what? I wonder, so here's one thing, just real quick, like initial thought. Is it okay for Nick Fury to be racist to scrolls? Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> that whole episode, like both episodes, he's totally well, we racist to scrolls. We had a meeting with Nick about that and we gave him permission. <laughs> he gave, we gave him permission. He's he, he's totally he's one of us. He's married to he's married to one of us. So he's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Or one of them. That's why I meant one of I, them. I, I was there to give him permission. I, I voted. <laughs> I voted with it. So let's go to the, let's go to the chat real quick. What's up, T? How's it going? We got a new one. A, a new guy. I've, I've never seen you in the in the stream before. So welcome, so, uh, Bob Bob the Builder. Nice. I like it. But uh, anyway, he says finally catching up. A live stream. Been listening to the to the the idiots book. Whoa! Hey, what? Like, I'm assuming you meant audio books. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna say that was a that was a autocorrect. That's a typo. Yeah, I'm a factory worker in Utah. In case you were wondering, I work ten hour shifts and four weeks, four hours, or four days a week. Damn, dude, that sucks. But um, like, but you know what? Thank you for working in a factory. We need those people doing those jobs. But and welcome to the stream. Rather you than me, I I'm just. I, I'm I'm happy with my seat on the scroll council. Yeah, see, I'm happy being a scroll fighter. Like I I am one of the scroll, uh, you know. Or again, oh shit, I'm, I keep giving myself away. <laughs> no, I'm but, allowed to say that I'm on the scroll council. So yeah. So what part of NATO do you control? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> see, oh, we got Harry. He no, says, "Who I'm are these imposters? No. Green Kiwi aliens?" No, we're not. We're not Kiwis today. Today we're we're staying. No, exactly. I'm British, not from New Zealand. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, no. so I, I, yeah, I wonder, is that what you would call us? I like how he, uh, Nick Fury, again, he, we talked about just a second ago, his racism. It's like, are you out of your reptilian mind? Yeah, I love that bit. <laughs> I don't know, what would you call, what would you call a scroll? Like a lizard person? Like, or I mean, a, like, a kiwi? We, we, we kind of do have like a reptilian feature. Hmm. I, I, yeah. Do, do I mean, we have that little weird tongue, you know? Yeah, I mean, we do. I mean, yeah. your mom likes it, but <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, so does your mom. Yeah, she, I'm kidding. Don't, that's horrible. That's horrible. But yeah, I know. I know. You're agreeing with me? I know. <laughs> gotta make it weirder, Peaky. You, gotta, you always gotta take it one step weirder. <laughs> no, but there, and also there's that. And also, we're scrolls. It's different. It's different on our planet. You don't know. This podcast's taking a turn already. Yeah. Welcome to the Folk Entertainment Podcast. But anyway, uh, what, what, let's see. We got Patrick in here. says, what do you call it when someone has their animal costume stolen? Nicked, fear, nicked furry. Boom. 
that, 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 that's that's my main man Gilbert here. He's a fairy. Damn right. No, I like I got I got the little collar, the ears, the little tail that I pin onto oh, the back. It, of the wouldn't pants. it wouldn't surprise me. Whole nine. I you should see you should see the wild parties we go to. <laughs> no, but you, you anyway, are, so you are so let's go there. So I think we've I think we've had enough of scarring our audience for and and scaring away the new people. So let's go we've ahead and get. We do that every week. I know that, but I'm like I think we've had I think we've had it. We've been doing it for a good almost five minutes now. I'm like I think that's enough to to be like all right, guys, we're ready to, to get into the episode. Let's talk about it. Or unless you want to be a little bit weirder for, for a minute. I listen. I I'll, I'll be I'll just continue being weird all throughout the podcast. It's fine. Good point. Anyway. All right, so uh, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and get right into it then. So, Secret Invasion. As like, actually, you know what? Before we actually get into the story beats, I do want to say initial thoughts, Peaky. What, what did you think of this episode? I, I think we've talked about it a little bit off air. Yeah, I like, like I said to you off air, I really enjoyed this series. Um, like so far with the two episodes we've had, I'm really enjoying it. Like it, it's exactly how they what they penned it as and what they described it as when they announced it. It is it's an espionage series. And we're starting to learn who and who we can't trust within the MCU. You know, we're starting to like, we're, we're also, we didn't really go know much about the scrolls when they were uh, introduced in Captain Marvel. We're slowly starting to work, like, think, like learn how like the race works as a, t- as a combination. Like, 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 like humans, they have a council where they have to vote on stuff. Like they're very like civilized and very structured in everything. Like they, you know, they they have to like vote on everything and you know make a decision like that. Very much like what happens on in you know in in and around the world. So, you know, it. I don't know whether that's something they've picked up from here, but learning how that that's how they're doing it. It's it. It is really good. I'm really enjoying it. And some of the shock factors we've had already in the first two episodes, it's just like, oh, wow, we're, we're doing this? Great. Agreed. Like, so, so I, I, where I'm going to disagree with you is I think it has been a slow burn. But again, I don't see that as a bad thing. I think it's like we have this moment of like dialogue, dialogue, dialogue. It kind of goes slow. Then just action. We go zero to 60 in like nothing flat and then back to, to slow burn but after. It's exactly what it's meant to do as an espionage spy series is that's exactly kind of what is meant to kind of happen. But look at, I said to you, like, look at Captain America Winter Soldier. It had those moments through that. And that was an espionage film. Look at other spy films we've had in the past, like the factors like, like James Bond or any, any other spy series and shows and even books it has slow burn movements in it. Then there's a little bit of action and then there's slow burn bits. It's exactly what spy and espionage like culture in all of this is exactly what it's meant to do. And also the way that the reason why they do that, it keeps people hooked throughout the rest of the episode or throughout the rest of the film because mm. you don't know what's going to happen next. All right, so I will agree with you on that one. I didn't know what was going to happen next. I was surprised as crap when I watched the second episode, and we can get into that in a minute. But yeah. let's go ahead and start with the first episode. So I want to ask you about this. What the hell is... did Has Ross been a scroll this whole time? Well, this is what... So 
the way I was, I so I've rewatched episode one a couple of times, and the same with episode two. And the way I figure it out is the Ross we saw at the in Wakanda Forever was the real Ross, but he's now on the run mm-hmm. because of what happened with Valentina. Like he, he he betrayed his country, he betrayed everything that he had really worked his way, you know, throughout his life for to help Wakanda and to help Shuri because of you know how close he was with Chichara towards the end. Okay. You know, he so we don't we, since we're kind of forever, we don't know what Ross has been up to. And I knew when they said that he was going to be in it, I was like, okay, it can't be a very big part because he's had no interaction with the scrolls before. Or in reality, we've never really seen him interact with Fury before. So it was something that, oh, okay, this is just going to be like a yeah, kind of like a cameo type thing. He's going to be like, you know, it's going to be something's going to happen and he's going to discover the scrolls. But it seems like the world has known about the scrolls the entire time. Well, at least, yeah, government agents have, like, since the 90s. Also, know, they, oh, you, you heard the stories 30 years ago. They came here. Also, what I want to know is, how long have people known Fury's be actually been alive? Again, I, I don't feel like it's just, it's not necessarily people. It's, like, these high-ranking government agent dudes. Like, you watched, I'm sure you, did you watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yeah. Because they have a part where he's, like, you know, I'm sec- I'm you know, I'm level six. I you know, I know that Colson died in the battle, and then Colson walks out. He's like, "Welcome to level seven. And it's like, so you know, I'm sure it's not everyone knows that Nick Fury is alive. It's just well, but then again, in Miss Marvel, they also have those two like CIA agents who just off the cuff know that Nick Fury is in space. So that's a good point. I don't know. Maybe everyone does know that Nick Fury is alive. This is exactly what I mean. Like, when did we find out that Fury, like, like the president knows that Fury is alive, and it was like the whole thing of Fury. Still I mean, playing dead at the end of Winter Soldier. Was he for this? Back, he comes back reason. in Age of Ultron. He, yeah, he comes back and brings Shield yes, back in Age of Ultron. But you only see him at the Barton's farm and on the Shield Harry carry. You don't see him anywhere else. Well, I, my point is this: is that like it's not like all those civilians just like didn't tell people. Oh yeah, I was on a helicopter. You know, I'm, I feel like the news choppers or or like military or someone is going to ask some questions and be like, so why is this helicarrier bringing? civilians but oh hey nick fury you know what i mean like, they could have they could have pinned it on stark like they could have said that tony salvaged harry carrier i'm i'm just saying i feel like it it doesn't it's not like it doesn't break anything for me to, for them to all know that nick fury's alive especially after everything that's happened that has involved nick fury and has had him you know like specifically kind of doing stuff age of Voltron. no age of ultron Age of Ultron. Is that Age a crossover Marvel project that Ultron. I don't know about? <laughs> Ultron. Just, Power Rangers was better. There, I said it. No, but in all seriousness, yeah. So to get to, onto this part, like the guy telling about the scrolls and how like they're they're starting to invade everything, how like all these different world events that don't seem to be, you know, involved, they uh are they're all connected, like, oh, this this country attacks that country, that country attacks this country, and it's you know. It's because the scrolls are starting to make it, which now, like watching this show, it makes me start to question everything that's happened since, like in the MCU's. Like, wait, were were there some scrolls hanging out in you know Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Was there a scroll in 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 like God damn it? Was Black Widow just a scroll? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Well, the, well, that's the, that's the whole point of this series is it, it's showing us who and like who can we actually trust in the MCU at this point? Hmm. You know. 
We have the faction of scrolls that are working with Fury up on spa the, the Saber space station. We know that because we saw it uh, in um, Far From Home. That yeah. He was up on the space station and then there were scrolls working around him. Mm. And Talos and his wife knew where he was and knew, you know, there were scrolls up there with him. But then we've also got this other faction of scrolls who are against Fury and against everything. They're going to try and reclaim Earth as their own, then... Like, Apparently, well, we, we learned in the second episode that now there's a million... Like, literally, the entire remaining uh, scroll population is now on Earth. Which Fury didn't know about. Yeah. Although, I do like how... I do like that that little bit. Is that, like, it, it explains how Fury knows everything. Like, how does it that he has eyes everywhere, that he just knows, like, seems to be omnipotent? It's because he has scrolls literally spying for him everywhere on the, on the planet. That, it makes so much sense of why. It, also, it kind of makes sense on how he can be in multiple places at once. Exactly. So sometimes you might not even be talking to, like, was that even the real Nick Fury we were talking, that uh, Tony was talking to in Age of Ultron? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's because that's the beauty of we, that. We don't know how long Fury was actually up on the Saber space station. Mm -hmm. Exactly, he could have been, been up there from the end of Winter Soldier, and then Maria Hill called, and it could have been the real Fury that came down, or it could have been a scroll acting as Fury. And again, we and like and again, like that's what I mean. Is that the show? The the thing, the coolest thing he brought is that I now I'm questioning everything. She says when every time we saw Maria Hill, was she actually the real Maria Hill? Like I, this one, the one who so spoiler alert for anyone who hadn't seen it, she dies at the Maria does die at the end of this episode. Like she, she gets shot by uh like Javik or something like that Gravik. or Gravik. Gravik. Yeah, so she gets shot by Gravik, uh, looking like Nick Fury, and then she actually dies. Like she like we actually see her. Uh, and and she doesn't turn back into a into like a human. She just stays there, you know. Uh, so or she doesn't turn sorry. back into a scroll. So she just lays there. So I'm like, right. so, with that, we know that she was the real, uh, you know, Maria Hill. Right. I'm so Marvel's Traeger has been out for a while now, mm -hmm. right? Apparently, she's in the Traeger. Interesting. So of the Marvels. Yeah. Apparently uh -oh. she's in the trailer. I, I mean, I've watched the Marvel's trailer, but I haven't watched it since it came out, so I can't confirm. Scroll. <laughs> so th if this is the real Maria Hill, the one we see is in the Marvel's is, is Is that a scroll in the trailer, or have they somehow managed to bring Maria Hill back alive? But they, they like <laughs> what they done with Fury. They, they have faked, faked her death. death. They faked her death the whole time, dude. Uh, that would that would be interesting because. Like, if they do find a way to, like, oh, we, again, that's what they did with Nick Fury, like you said, in Winter Soldier. So that'd be interesting if they if they were found a way to be like, all right, yeah, no, turns out she just faked it the whole time so she could, you know, work undercover and actually infiltrate the scrolls or whatever. Yeah. So let's see here. Uh, also, so what do you think about this? Like, let me talk about Rhodey. Yeah, what do you think about Rhodey in this? He, he's kind of bugging me in this movie or in this show. Well, I don't know about you. So that's the president that he's talking to, correct? Yes, the the current right. president, not Thunderbolt Ross, but that's yeah, I guess that's right. coming down the line. When I first saw when I, when this episode came out, and I was watching it, and I after I watched it, I was kind of just having a think about what well, I see that had happened, and I was sat here watching this, and I was like, wait, New World of Captain America: New World Order comes out next year, right? Mm hmm. And this time, between now in the MCU to when New World Order is, we don't know what the timeline is, but it can't be very long in the timeline. 
at some point this president is no longer going to be president and Thaddeus Ross takes over, right? Yeah. So is this the real president or is this actually a scroll? And then this president, the scroll acting as president dies, and that's when Thaddeus Ross comes into gets voted into into into, into house. Like and if he, he becomes president. See, I don't know if that's how. So, all right, the last I heard or the last we saw of of Ross in uh, it was not an Endgame, it was in Civil War. He was like the yes. Secretary of Defense. Yes. So he's a cabinet member at that point. I'm like the only way for like someone like he's pretty that, that's even so he's still pretty low on the on the ranking unless he you know I'm a vice president now or something but like it'd be interesting to see if like yeah it turns out like half the president's cabinet are like president vice president you know you know whatever secretary and the, you know the, the like next, half the of them are end up being like scrolls the next acting member high ranking member of the cabinet is going to be the secretary of defense at that point like somewhere down the, that'd be interesting to see them do that it's like watch like half of them and turn out to be scrolls so it's like oh well you're a human we're going to we're going to bump you right up to president and yeah. i i could definitely see them doing that by the end of this like, of this show otherwise i don't see how ross is going to become president because we haven't seen anything in this show so far of a presidential election coming up or they haven't mentioned anything about a presidential election coming up yet yeah, and so, they don't say anything about it at, at, at all during any of these conversations with the president. Yeah, you'd think if there's a presidential election coming up, they'd be they'd be worried about how that how what's going on at the moment is going to affect it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like the so it's probably going to end up being that either this guy's a scroll or a scroll is going to kill him. Yeah, have you seen the meme of um, what if this roadie has been a scroll since I am since Iron Man two and the real uh, the real roadie played by. Uh, uh, uh what was his name um shit. uh T- howard H- howard Ter- or terrence howard terrence howard terrence howard yeah imagine the terrence howard is the real roadie the uh, the whole time i'm like oh my god like he would, he would not come back he like straight up refused to work with marvel after what happened with the the, the pay yeah, deal yeah. after asking him to take a pay cut and to, so they could pay robert Downey jr more yeah, but Robert Downey Jr. is the star of the film. He's not going. Robert Downey Jr. is not going to take I a pay. The reason, I, I guess, the reason behind that is because he brought. He was the one who like brought Robert Downey Jr. to the like. He's like, hey guys, you need to see this dude. He's like, he has the fucking thing. But then, like, but then he should have understood that he's the title character. Mm-hmm. I know it's it's just it's pride. It's pride and like. Yeah. But at any rate, yeah. So that'd be interesting to see if if Rhodey was actually uh, just a scroll. This like again, like I said, man. I've said it like at least six times already. That this movie has now, or the show has me now questioning everything. Is like, God damn it! How many of you yeah. were actually? I mean, I mean, like, we can probably guess that that Tony, Captain America, and then like Thor weren't scrolls this whole time. But what if like all the other ones were? Yeah. Like obviously the Guardians weren't scrolls. Captain Marvel isn't. Uh, Spider Man's not. But like, what if yeah, Ned is they a scroll? Be, they, they can't mimic powers, can they? That's I don't know. We have the super. No, you, 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 it's in your you're your super scroll. So you t- like that guy mimicked the the Fantastic Four's powers. Yes, but that was through the help of technology. Okay, that's a good point. So I don't know. Which, maybe not. Which is what they kind of hint at in episode two, um, mm-hmm. with um, so how it how they can't mimic powers. They can only mimic look, and they can only take on memories. Yeah, they, they can only know what they're what the person they mimic knows at that time. Yeah. And they have to keep that person alive or else they lose they think they lose the connection with the memories. 
Yeah, I, and then they lose all, right. all the knowledge. Which is, and why, like, which is why you see them put them in those like little, yeah, right, little like, like weird chamber pod things. Those, yeah, those weird like chair things that you saw Captain Marvel in in the Captain Marvel film. Like she was in something similar because they were scanning her memories. Yeah, so they could copy her and do that. Like yeah. that's such a that's such a freaky thing that they do. It's like, oh yeah, we can copy your memories, put it in our heads, and then we we just know everything about you. So it's like we could seamlessly become you. Yeah. Like, uh, uh-uh, I don't like it. All right, so you know, let's talk about this lady. Oh, uh, Sonia Solberg. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I, I remember the last thing I saw her in was Hot Fuzz. She's the she's like the policewoman in Hot Fuzz. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, Olivia Coleman is a really good British actress. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, she, so, yeah, like, for those like who her. don't know the about uh, the name Falsworth in the comics, it's Captain Britain goes by has the surname Falsworth. So could this be hinting at a Captain Britain coming in the MCU at some point? The name's there. They can use the like, the name is now in MCU canon. Captain Britain. Interesting. So yeah, like I I'm so I'm I'm gonna be honest. Surprise, surprise, the American is unfamiliar with Captain Britain. It's a good comic run. I'm, I'll have to check it out then. Cause yeah that, that would be interesting if they were to find a way to do that. You like I mean, that'd be weird though, because don't we already have a uh, what's it called um, of the American agent? Like, we so have to, uh, we're, getting, we're getting we're, there's too many caps and not enough shields. There's there's U.S. agent who is uh, the guy from Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, uh, yeah, Wyatt. Uh, what's his name? The, the the son of of fucking Kurt Russell, Wyatt Wyatt Russell. Yeah, yeah, he's he's U.S. agent. Yes, yeah, so we got U.S. We agent. Know, we know this because he like they like dub him as U.S. agent. So yeah, we got U.S. agent. We got Red Guardian. We got possible a possible Captain Britain, and then we now have the new Captain America, who is got, who, yeah. Um, but then we've also got the, it got confirmed in Falcon Winter Soldier there wasn't just one Captain America. Yeah, then we get we had the other guy, the black we Captain had, America. We from had, the 70s. We, well, we, we we might have had a fair few Captain Americas because Red Guardian says that he fought Captain America. But he wouldn't have been able to fight Steve Rogers as Captain America because Steve Rogers was in the ice at that time. I still want to have that. I still want to see like the flashback of Captain America. Like, actually, watch. They were they they just they're like, oh no, one of the times when he went back to go, you know, to like the Ant Man's time to go put the one of the Infinity Stones back, he fought the Red Guard. Like, I really, really want them to say that he fought the Red Guardian, like, and it back in time and bring back Chris uh, Chris Evans. I think that'd be great. I'd love, I'd love a Captain America show, like a six-part show of him returning the stones. Mm-hmm. Like to I show us what adventures he went on during those times and end it Red with him. Skull. He would have met Red Skull. Yeah, see? Show us what happened during that awkward conversation. That would have been very awkward. All right, so yeah. like we're co- We are kind of... Well, I mean, eh, we're doing fine on time. Like, we've done only been 25 minutes. But yeah, so I want to I want to move on just a little bit. Let's talk about Amelia Clark. How did you how did you feel about her being uh, Gaia? Honestly, considering Amelia Clark's age mm-hmm. uh, in real life and the the time of this in the MC is what twenty twenty. I'm going to say twenty twenty six. I think it's actually supposed to be twenty twenty three. I think it, I think it's still following our it's own still, uh, it's timeline. Still, are we still in twenty twenty three from Endgame? I believe so. Yeah. Like Endgame, yeah, took place like like the time Endgame took place is that yeah, it's like it's supposed to be at the same t- at the same time as we are, so I I think so anyway. 
Yeah, because it was five years later, which put it at 2023. Mm-hmm. This can't be in the same timeline as 2023 because it was Christmas in the Hawkeye show. Oh, no, fair point. Okay, so at least it's a couple of years later then. So this got to be like 2025, 2025, 2026, maybe. Yeah. So 2026, 2020, yeah, 2026, 2027, maybe. That puts Gear at the roughly the same age, maybe a little bit, a couple of years younger than Amelia Clark. So. The casting is just about right, and I suppose I think she plays the role very well. See, I, I always wonder: does age matter anything to a scroll, though? Because like it doesn't doesn't matter that Millie Clark is actually like in her thirties now. Like in this girl, we, oh well, you know, in scroll years she was. Right. I'm like, I don't know if that if that matters because I'm like, if if you're a scroll, you could literally make yourself look younger. Yeah, I, I'm talking for maturity wise more than anything. Oh, I, okay, I see what you're saying. So, all right, yeah, we, I, I liked her. I thought she did a good job. Yeah, I thought that. Yeah, I think I feel like she's she's definitely playing that like that the character of like you know she's for the cause of like free scrolls, but at the same time she's like que- you can see that she questions like why they need to do this kind of cool see, stuff. Start, also, in you see in episode two as well, she is starting to question everything. Mm-hmm. Like saying, yeah, exactly. Her like meeting with her dad definitely teaches like shows her that she's like you know what maybe I'm not right maybe this isn't right because you know her she finds out her mom is dead. And yeah, like, which is really sad, by the way, is that like we saw her in in uh, what's her what's it called uh, in No Way Home or in yeah in Far From Home, and then she's like, oh yeah, no, a year later she just dies. Yeah, I want to know. How, well, we know how um, Garrick shot her. Well, killed her. We don't know how he killed her. We know we know we know that you know she's but dead, I mean, and that's like, why Talos is kind of. My my thing is that I would like to. I, it's, I feel like it's just kind of like they fridged her. They fridged her, man. <laughs> they just made it so that Talos could have like could have a reason to want to take down uh, Grevik, or yeah, and uh, so that way uh, Gaia could also be like, oh, maybe I'm working for the wrong. Pe-. They fridged her mom for that. It it, it could have also been because maybe the actress didn't want to come back and could be in scroll makeup again. Because but you know what, that's bullcrap. That, that's <laughs> is in, is in makeup like one time. Make, you've got to be in that makeup chair for a long time, and sometimes that's not why actors and actors take actors and actresses take part. They don't want to be sat in a makeup chair for like six to eight hours a time. Okay, I'm, I'm I I agree, but you know what? That is that's kind of undone by this scene where the two of them are talking and they don't like. I I understand it might be a bitch to put them in the chair and have them be in scroll makeup. But damn it, if this it doesn't make any sense to me that they're still looking like humans. Like if they're they're alone, they're having a very like personal like conversation between father daughter. They should turn into scrolls and have that conversation. Like him sitting there and like deciding to stay in human form and her the same. I'm like you both are. You should both be in scroll form because it's like no human. What humans are around right now? So I think a reason why they didn't is because they've been on Earth for so long. They've kind of gained a little bit of humanity as, at the same time. They've just kind of gotten used to it. So, yeah, like they scroll, they, they like so, ta, ta, we've seen this, we've seen this version of Talos more like quite a lot, quite a lot. Mm. So it, it makes sense for uh, they like I said they've they've been on Earth for this long. They've been in hiding using these like versions of themselves for so long, and you see it in the flashback in episode two. That these now become you, that they have gained, 
maybe they have gained some kind of humanity living amongst humans. That is a good point. Like I didn't, I didn't think about it that way. That, uh, yeah, like he, the the scene in episode two where he's where he like tells them, you know, I I'm gonna find you another world, but until that time, you have to live by, you have to help protect me, protect mine, and live by the rules of like basically he just sets some ground rules. It's like you guys can't change back. Like you have yeah. to you have to be this forever, more or less. Yeah, I yeah, I, like I said, like I I'm really enjoying everything about this show so far. Like I've it's got it's nothing has left me thinking why have they made a show like this mm. i think i think so far they've chose the right way to show a secret invasion in the mcu because we wouldn't, we wouldn't get all of this storytelling in two episodes from a movie yeah no in this they'd have to gloss over all of this other stuff like to in into... a lot of backstory in in the film to cover mm. it to squeeze it in so we wouldn't get the amount of backstory that we've already had in two episodes in the film. Like majority of episode two was flashbacks. That is true. We had a lot of flashbacks in episode two. Also, you like that like a lot of the stuff they do in episode one kind of builds up to the you know Maria Hill getting killed and yeah. like all the stuff that they were doing. So I'm like, it definitely, yeah, without doing that, it it it's definitely gonna take away from the show. Yeah. Now here I wanted to ask you about this. Is it okay? Like, this is why I asked about this. Is because there's a part where he sits down and is like, oh, you know, buying drinks for Russians is why the cold, like old spooks like me buying drinks is why Russia never attacked it. It's like, you can't say that. No, you can't say that. It's like, uh, it's like, Nick, yeah, I feel uh, like no like, <laughs> like, one. What, what is with you being casually racist? After this episode, I was uh, talking to my mate on Xbox while we were playing GTA about episode uh, about yeah episode one, mm. and then I called him a spook. <laughs> oh boy, did it turn out he was black? And he's like, wait a minute, what did you call me? I went, I went a spook, and he's like, I'm not a spy. I was like, that's not what spook means. That's like, not what spook it, means. Well, it, it is, but it's not. <laughs> he's like. like Nope, that's no, no. That's the, that's the no. old, that's the old like '70s and '80s way of saying of saying spy. That's like that's an old person way of saying it. But, but yeah, it's no. Also, it's also it's also, a, it's also a massively it's also racist a term. Persona of Kaga. I was yeah. like, you weren't getting the reference, and he's like, what? I was like, it's from Secret Invasion. He's like, yeah. I was like, he wasn't referencing. He was referencing being a spy, but that's not what he's referencing. He's like, yeah, what? Like, when, when Maria Hill corrects him, he says, uh, you can't say that. He he looks at her, he's like, no, you can't say that. I can't because like, I'm black. It's, it, it's a racial term. It's a very bad slur. He was like, <laughs> yeah, oh, don't call man. don't call a black person that. You're gonna get you're probably gonna get oh, punched. Oh, hands down, yeah. <laughs> he's like, hey Justin, what's going on? He says, Hi guys, got back from the Lego store. Very nice. I hope you I hope you got a, a nice fucking expensive Lego set. Would drop it in the chat what you bought. I want to know. Yeah, but, and then you'll go get, jump on the get, and go jump on the the salacious rum Lego stream. You'll get you'll get you you might get the peaky thumbs up. So <laughs> the peaky the peaky arrow seal of approval. Yeah, but yeah. So here, let's see. I do I do like this scene where they where the bomb goes off. Like I like how he's following how Nick is following this like little girl and it becomes Brevik or or becomes like this the old dude like. I don't want to. I can't play it because we'll get in trouble. But 
I do love that scene where he where he's following him and the so little girl just like that's the guy that's the guy from the bar previously, right? Yeah, who tells him like that, you can look in the mirror all you want. It's never gonna change the it's never gonna make you the man you were, which so is was that, I, that, I like that in the bar spying on Fury and Hill? Like I think so, yeah. That was that was definitely Gravix spying on Fury and, and just and just fucking with him. Like which also I do like that as well. That it, like in the second so we're gonna move on to the second episode just for a little bit. Uh I did like that flashback in the beginning where like I, it shows that Nick is like he he actually does have like a respect for their culture and for, for them as, as like a people. Aside to Fury that you haven't really seen much like you've seen a little bit of heart in Nick Fury. Because he mm -hmm. but he's always just been this stone cold spy, like he's there to protect the world from you know superhuman threats basically is shield you never really got to see a hum a humanity side to fury mm -hmm. saw it a couple of times with like hill or natasha or clint you did and like tony you saw a little bit but this you actually kind of it helps put a little bit more into Fury's character development. 20, nearly what? When the Iron Man 3, Iron Man 1 came out, 2008. So what, yeah, a good... Nearly 20 years. And, well, then, and more than that, because he's been doing it since the 90s, since Captain Marvel was on Earth, so since like 93. It, yeah, so, you know, almost, what, 35, 36 years at this point in Something Fury's like whole timeline. You've never seen this side of him, so it's, it's adding so much more character development to him. Yeah, like him doing that head thing that they do, like the putting bowing their heads to each other, like doing that in the beginning when he's like, when he comes to Talos and he's like, "I'm sorry about your wife." Like doing it with this kid, he's like, and like when he promises to find him a new home, like he he does the whole like head bow thing. And yeah. I'm like I do kind of like that. It's like it shows that Nick Fury seems to seems to like uh, you know relate to scrolls more even more than even he relates to his own people. Yeah. Which we we also spoil again spoilers. We are absolutely shown in this final scene when he shows up and it turns out his wife is a scroll. Yeah. Does he know? I don't know. That's what that's what worry that's what like, freaks me out. Is that like she's sitting there, her, yeah, she's her, sitting there as a scroll? Yeah, she's in that flashback. She's standing with Gravik to the side when all of the scrolls are stepping forwards and changing form into human forms to stand with Fury and to you know, trust Fury. She's in that flashback that it, she's the one stood off to the very far side, like holding Gravik. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, here. Yeah, so you see her hand on Gravik's shoulder just there. Yeah, now I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm trying that, not to, that, not to get us in trouble, but her. yeah. That's her. So does Fury know she's a scroll at this point? And she's just kind of, to make it comfortable for him to like, kiss her and everything she takes on the human form just to make it a little bit easier for him well that's the thing is that fury doesn't seem squeamish around around scrolls like he seems kind of uh, like cool with them like also, so i don't i wouldn't say so and maybe also, maybe it's that he doesn't know or maybe yeah maybe he does but she can't be on graphic side surely yeah i, I don't think she is I'm gonna say I don't think that this chick is on is on Gravik's side because otherwise she would have just killed Fury. But if she has been married to Fury for 
30 odd years, say, mm -hmm. right? Say since 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 Captain Marvel, like well, just after Captain Marvel with the flashback scene. Say she's been with him more or less this entire time, right? She wouldn't have sided with Gravik because she would have been with Fury personally more more than a billion times. Like she would have been with Fury when he wasn't, you know, working with Shield when he was then obviously when shield fell apart he would have been with her it mm -hmm. it wouldn't have made sense for then her to turn on fury because they would have formed a very close bond mm. and my she would have is, she... a personal connection to him yeah my question is how is she married to fury if he's on saber if he's on saber base like the whole time like you know what i mean if he's in space how is he married to this chick and she's just down with that with like not being him not being there like half of the time or more or more than half the time you know what i mean yeah, but so also a lot many of questions. Saying, a lot of people saying, "When did Fury get married? How long has Fury been?" Married? He references having a wife in Winter Soldier. I'm bringing the Winter Soldier up a lot here because it's very, very, it's very important. It's, yeah, no, and then Nick Fury is is featured very heavily in that movie. So Winter Soldier, just after he gets attacked by Bucky and he escapes and he's hiding out in Steve's apartment, he's like, hmm. he tells Steve. I need somewhere to crash. My wife kicked me out. Uh, now, was that an actual lie? Or was he technically telling the truth that his wife kicked him out because he was under attack? That's uh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's true. When, when Steve comes in, he's, he like puts up the cell phone showing the actual message. And he's like, oh, yeah, my wife kicked me out. Can I hang out here? And it's like, oh, I like that. That's, yeah, I didn't think about that. God damn it. Again, it's making right, me question every right. action these characters have ever made. Right. People call me mad for watching Marvel films three, four times a year. Like, go through like them from the very start all the way through. People call me mad for doing it and say that I have too much time on my hands. But this is why. Now we have more than just movies coming out. We have shows coming out, like, what, two or three shows, along with two or three movies a year now. Mm. So that's six Marvel projects a year at least. You you have to at least go back and re-watch stuff because otherwise you're not going to figure out Easter eggs that they have planted that you didn't realize was an Easter egg. Straight up. Or, and then also there's some there's some cool stuff that they retroactively do. Again, like the, the, Russo, the Russo brothers, that kid with wearing the Iron Man mask who like tries to, he walks up and like does the first of the, the Yeah, that becomes Peter Parker later on. They're yeah. like, oh yeah, no, that was Peter Parker. Yeah, the, the directors of Spider-Man confirmed that that was Peter Parker. Exactly. So I'm just like, that kind of fun stuff, you, you gotta like, yeah, you gotta watch it at least which, once or twice which, a year. Which makes sense of why he idolizes Tony so much, like so much. Yeah, he saved his life. Tony saved his life. <laughs> Which, that's got to be one of the coolest things. He comes down, great shot, kid, and flies off. I'm like, that's got to be the coolest fucking thing for a little kid to do. Like, to yeah. have. Like, anyway. So, yeah, going back to this, I don't know how long Nick Fury's been married. It's I, it's one of those things that I feel like this is supposed to be like a, like, drop the, like, drop the mic. Like, holy crap, what, so many questions that we're not going to get okay. answered until maybe the very end. It was another shock factor, like episode one with mm -hmm. Maria Hill dying. This was another shock. Are we going to get a shock factor at the end of every episode at this point? I I don't know, dude. Also, <laughs> I want to talk about this scene. The shock factor. Like again, I don't know if it was shock factor necessarily, but seeing like we got the Tucker Carlson dude over here, and, uh, and, and... Right, I'm sorry, but he's a bad guy in everything that he's in. 
Yeah, no, that is absolutely a fact. This dude is, is always um, a dickhead. The guy who uh, played Damien Dark in the CW Arrowverse, who also played Dum Dum Dugan in the first Captain America film. More or less anything that he's in, he plays a bad guy, technically, pretty much. And it's the same with this guy. He's everything he's in. He, I think it's the face. Like, he has yeah. that very evil-looking, menacing, like, you-don't-know-what-I'm-up-to type look about him. Agreed. Hang on, I'm trying to find that dude sure. specifically. But, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. He has that just, like, I'm a sleaze kind of yeah. look. You, got, you can't trust me type look. Also, exactly. the one that doesn't vote, the one who ends up um, talking to Talos on the phone and saying like he wants to set up, he wants her to set a meet up with Gravik. Yeah, she, I reckon she's going to get killed. Oh, she's she's definitely dead. She's marked for death. She, soon, I straight up thought that as soon as she said I'm not voting, like she said I vote no, and she wasn't going to stand and vote. I genuinely thought he was just going to shoot her. Yeah, straight up. Although I do like the the thing of like. Oh yeah, no. I wish I, you know, I, I like the line where he says, "If I had a hundred more like you, I'd take the entire planet." I'm like, dude. That, so he respects that she's ballsy enough to say no, but at the same yeah. time, yeah, no, she's dead. She's definitely gonna die. Uh, she's hands down gonna get killed. I reckon she's gonna get killed off. Yeah, especially when he finds out that she that she told Talos because later reckon, on. Oh, dude, fuck. There's so many good things in the second episode this, too. This, this meet that he want that the, he wants had to set up. Uh, Talos wants to set up with Gravik is this meet we see in the trailer where he goes up and grabs Gravik, and you see loads of like, everyone just turn into Gravik. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's the meet I think they're they're they're, they're like they're setting up. And you see a glimpse of it in the trailer, and you're this we're going to get the full meet maybe in the next episode. I think so. Yeah, like. And then also, I mean, we also have like Talos like getting information from uh, his daughter. Like she told him about about the bombing and like who was going to be the couriers. Yeah. So yeah, she's definitely going to be on the inside helping him as well. So I, I said it like we we see it here in episode two. So in episode two, uh, Gear follows one of Gravik's men into a, a lab in New Scolopolis, mm-hmm. um, where there's a man. It looks like the. Um, quantum teleporter from endgame like yeah these bars kind of look very very kind of like maybe similar style but on do, a screen do you think they're trying to go to another to other dimensions no they're, 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 this is going to be making super scrolls like hands down i can already say this is how they're going to be making super scrolls it's because on a script on a computer screen you see group ebony moore a frost giant that's dog that's like true she looks, at, she looks at the computer and she sees yeah groot the frost monster or the frost creature. So and that then... frost creature, for those who don't know, the frost creature that you see on the screen is the one that gets stuck on Earth in From, Thor, in Thor Dark the World. Dark World. Yeah, you see it running through like past the con- uh, the cargo containers. That's the very same creature. Uh, and it's hmm. Co-Obsidian, Groot, which on the screen, it confirms Groot is from Planet X. Hmm. So yeah, but we got we get Groot, we get uh, the extremists, we have extremists, uh, extremists, whatever. We have that, and, like various things from various like things that you can see that the scrolls are are searching, researching to be like, hey, we could use this. So the like looking at the looking at the the things you have on the screen, you got Groot, which can extend, and Mister Fantastic, extremists, fire, fire. You've got co-obs- you got uh, yeah, co-obsidian strength. 
Um, yeah, Coke's yeah. just gonna be that's gonna end up being uh the thing. The thing. Though it's meant to be the thing's powers. And you've got the, I don't know what the frost creature is gonna be like because they can't turn invisible. So yeah, maybe no, maybe I, frost I, powers, like freezing powers, maybe. So yeah, here we've got the frost beast, group, co-obsidian. So what is Co-Obsidian? I forget what that is. Co-Obsidian is the uh, member of the Black Order, the guy with the um, uh, Doctor Strange cut his arm off in uh, Infinity War. Oh, That's his hand. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. The fucking Thanos' guy. Yes. Yeah. That, that's his hand that uh, Doctor Strange cut off. Uh, no, Wong cut off with the sling ring teleport thing. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. I completely forgot about that guy. But yeah, yeah. that's interesting. So yeah, they're going to. So you're right. I think they're, you're, you're absolutely right. They're going to be making super scrolls. This, this is how they make super scrolls. And you see in the trailer for the series, Gravic can extend his arm so he's going to turn himself into a super skull to be adam yeah graphic is going, to, is going to become the super scroll they also make reference so so all right during uh the speech or like i think we're they're setting up the fantastic four as well so because they have this part where they're on the train and talking is like so what did you know like when when he drops the ball or the, the bomb that is like oh yeah all of the scrolls literally the entire species is on the planet now he talks about lord uh dodge or dodge yeah dodge oh the the the, the scroll emperor the scroll yeah, emperor. emperor dodge yeah. yeah emperor dodge yeah yeah and so or drage that's his name yeah but that's so em problem. emperor drage and so I, I think they're gonna definitely try to be like putting that in there somewhere down the line and using him for uh like using emperor drage for the fantastic four when they eventually show up could he be the villain of fantastic four I think he absolutely could. If, if not, Super Scroll as well. I bet you that they're going to have, uh, like, watch, uh, Gravik is going to be beaten, and then he's going to leave Earth, go try to join the, the Scroll Empire on the other planet, on that other planet, and then he's going to bring them back to try to take over Earth and, and then fight the Fantastic Four. I, I'm all because for that, dude. Think about it. I'm not going to lie. The best people to combat a, combat a Super Scroll is going to be the Fantastic Four. Exactly, dude. Like you got gonna, invisible yeah. women who can turn invisible and create a like a force field. You got the human torch with his uh obviously like his heat. You it's got like the thing with his, or whatever. You got the thing with his uh his, his strength and like he pretty much is like invulnerable. Apparently, like I'm, I'm now I'm interested. Are they gonna make him look like Korg, do you think? Just just kind of go on this on this fantastic. No, I thing. I kind of I'm hoping they go the same route as they went with the thing in the 2004 Fantastic. Four. Oh, like a like a rubber body Slight, suit, but slightly better. Like they, I, I I'm hoping they make the CGI a lot because they have the technology to make it look a lot better now. Mm -hmm. Um, as long as we don't have the thing from the the Michael B. Jordan um, Fantastic <laughs> Four, I'll be happy. I'll be happy. Yeah. I honestly I. So I trust Marvel with this Fantastic Four because it's with the right people. Mm, agreed. All I'm going right. to say is the Fantastic Four belongs with Marvel. The same as with the X-Men. Everything now, like, should now belong to Marvel because I think the Hulk's Universal Studios contract is up. A super scroll. Yeah, not a super scroll, a super scroll with a U, like a skull, but scroll. But yeah, and it's and super scrolls are there. Well, the, the super scroll singular is a guy they who have, tried to. They're basically, they're basically like a scroll, but they have superhuman abilities. Exactly. They, in, they, the in order book, to combat the Fantastic the Four. So in the comic books, a scroll um, managed to copy 
the exact powers of the Fantastic Four, and he did beat them a fair few times before they managed to fight him and beat him. From what I can remember, I've, I've not read that storyline in a long time. And yeah, I've, no, it's been a minute since I've read a, a Fantastic Four comic. Yeah. But, but just but, the same, yeah, yes. It, it, trust me, they, nutshell, have really, they have a really tough time at fighting him. But in a nutshell, you remember that? You remember? Does anyone remember the second Fantastic Four movie from like 2006? Uh, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Yeah, when Johnny goes like does all four power. That's basically a super scroll. That's basically the super scroll. Yeah. Like, so yeah. But any at any rate, I feel like they're they're definitely building up to it. Like I now that you mentioned it, I that completely went over my head. I'm just like, oh yeah, look at that extremis and and fucking look uh, look at the. Oh, yeah, I, had, I, I, I spotted it straight away. As soon as I saw the screen and I saw the list of people with their powers, I was like, they're making a super scroll. So that's how they could be making the super scroll. And do you think so? Do you think Gia is going to be about that? Like, do you think she's going to be against it to try to? Like I, you see it. You, you can see it in this episode. She's starting to question why she's following Gravik. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's, like she's, she's definitely, starting, especially like, with this bit. So especially with this bit when he tells her to wait outside and he gives her the gun because uh, obviously he, he's not going to go in there with a loaded weapon. Um, you, you, yeah, you see it especially with this part where um, he, te- he tells her to sit and wait. Basically, mm. he's like, "I don't know how long I'm gonna be, but you wait there." Yeah, like, she. It seems to me that following what the whole the whole spaff with her and her dad Talos is, and you can see it here. I don't think she likes being told what to do. She's got a bit of an authority issue. I mean, I mean she's got some daddy issues. It's not just daddy issues. She's got an authority issue. Like she doesn't like being too like especially with that look on her face. That's exactly the part where he tells her to wait. She's like, excuse me. Yeah, it's like I don't know how long I'll be just hang out here. And she's and you can tell she's already been chilling for a second because she's she's been there for a while because of, of, of how she's positioned when that woman leaves. Yeah, she's just sitting there in the chair, just like, Fuck. that's like, not. She's being, that's, tra- she's being treated like a child, and she doesn't that, like that. Yeah, exactly. And again, that that's how that's kind of the issue of her and Talos as well is that he still treats her as a child, and that's where the authority issue comes into play. Mm-hmm. So I I genuinely think that now she's seen what Gravit could be up to. Like she's seen that screen with all of the the list of uh, the list of four like abilities now basically and that room with a giant machine in it she's mm. going to start questioning a lot of things and i honestly I, it's going to put her in a lot of danger but i'm i'm in for it for her to be kind of become tyros's and fury's inside person into in gravix's army and then eventually towards the end i'm i'm worried she's going to die I'm worried that that Gia is going to totally get murdered as well. I hope not. I want to see her more because I'm already starting to like her character. It's not just because of Amelia Clark's playing and I've got a crush on Amelia Clark. Oh yeah, I, absolutely. I I I genuinely I'm starting to just what we've seen of her in these two episodes. She's in, it's intriguing to see what kind of future she would have in the MCU. Hmm. All right. So there are two specific scenes I want to talk about now. As well, you want to talk about someone who I want to see the future of the MCU is this chick. So you mentioned that uh, let me pull it up. You mentioned that she was a really great 
British actor. Well, she showed it in this episode. She walks in, she's like, just opens the door like it's nothing. It's like, the door was locked, and now it's an unlock. What does that tell you about me and doors? And then he lets her back in there. Like, he's like, oh, here, I'll take over. You guys go get it. There's like eight dudes in this freaking room, and she comes in there and just like, this little old lady looking like Mary Poppins comes in there and just takes over. For a British actor, she sounds too British in this. That's my one fault with her character. Mm. She's like, she's she's like putting on more of a British accent. I can do the same thing. I can sound exactly like her. I can sound a really posh Brit because I'm sure all of you can. It, it, it's something us Brits can can do. We somehow we can just turn it on. That's why um, we like y'all so much. That's why we keep putting you in our movies. I, she, you you can you can automatically tell that she is a British British actress. If you had never heard of her before, you can tell she's a British actress, but mm. you can also tell that she's forcing too much of a posh British actor uh, voice. That's not how she usually talks. Like you've seen yeah, no. her, you've heard her talk. You said you, she was in Hot Fuzz. You heard her talking Hot Fuzz when she's on other shows and other films. So that's not how she talks. So she is forcing that a little bit but it adds to her character like it it makes her character kind of oh she like she's high up in the british in 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 you know MI6. like mi6 or whatever she is yeah it's mi6 i think yeah like his yeah they mentioned that as well like when they when her in the first episode when her and fury have this whole like conversation and he gets like what he calls extraordinary rendition which I also, I like that scene with her where she says, uh, oh, were you guys extraordinary? Usually you're just barely, you know, crossing like mediocre. So well done. I'm like, bitch. It's like, she's, got, oh. she's so mean. Oh, uh, did it hurt your American heart? Yes, it did. I'm like, you know what? Go fuck yourself, you British. Grow up. It's a TV show. You know what? Y'all Brits need to stop being bitches. Put it in time so they go to the Wildcats for me. Uh, no. <laughs> why don't you go drink? Why don't you go pause your war in the like in the middle of your war to go drink some tea? Okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> the dumbest thing I've ever okay. heard. I'm oh yeah, we have tea time. It's like anyway. Anyway, moving on. Enough with enough with my with my anti-British sentiment. <laughs> uh, moving on. So yeah, her like, but, but as I was saying, like her being in this scene. Yeah, whatever. She does a little bit of an over-the-top British accent, but dude, like I've never seen anything happen like that in MCU before. Like I've never, I've never seen anything uh, like her cutting a dude's finger off just to see if he's a scroll. Oh, that's brilliant! Like it's it's super, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's like it's a way to keep him alive without ki- like I don't have to kill you. I'll just kill your finger and see if it transforms. Yeah, it's like she does it so calmly as well. She like, chops his. Oh, oh, that's cleared that up. It's like. You just chopped the wife who wasn't a scroll. You just chopped a guy's finger off. Yeah, and she didn't, and that's why she didn't. It's like I could have killed him. Like I, I feel like she's the kind of chick who's like, "What the fuck, man?" And like yeah, you, you, what the hell, man? You, you cut his finger off. Kill like kill him. Yeah, that's his thing. Is that she's just like she's the kind of person who's like, "I could have killed him." He got he got off light by losing a finger. And then considering what she does in a, a minute after that, with like the weird like, she puts some chemical in him that makes his blood start boiling. Yeah, and he just explodes. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't, dude. She and she just again does it all, cal- all calmly, just like it's yeah. nothing. No, oh, this is a good thing. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, 
like I, I want to see where she goes, and I hope she doesn't die because I really want to see where she ends I, up I, going. Yeah, I want to see more of her in the MCU as well. Also, like another person I want to talk about is you know that lad who came to New Scrooopolis and Amelia Clark's kind of taken him under her wing. Oh yeah, the the beanie dude. Yeah, the guy in the beanie. I hands down think he's going to get killed. Oh, guaranteed. And it's going to be I like Gravity is going to either kill him I, or it's going to be like they're going to leave him behind or something, and she's going to feel bad about it. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I, I'm tipping more to the point of Gravik's gonna kill him to kind of get to her, like especially if she starts to, he notices like she's starting to defect, or even this guy, his like second in command type guy, notices she starts to like deviate a bit. He's uh, hands down gonna kill that guy, kill this guy because it's it will affect her because. She's taking him under her wing, uh, taking him under her wing. And I mean, I she think. was already not okay with this. Like you see, you see this. Like look at her face right here. You can see that she's like when when the guy like you know he he t- uh, she tells him like or uh, he tells the the British lady all the information. He's like, oh well, we'll hear you know I'll give you a name, I'll give you this that or the other, and she ends up running up running away because he's left alive. Like Gravik knows like what you tell him. Like you told them something because they they didn't kill you. So what do you tell them? And as a result of that, he just leads the guy off to can shoot him in the head like he makes the other the guy's friend do it too that's the yeah. worst part like and, I, and i like this scene where you all you see like i'm not going to play it to its to its conclusion but it, all you see is like their silhouettes kind of walking off into the distance and then the guy dies yeah which is just glorious i'm like i love that you you know what's going on in the distance and you hear the gunshot and it's just like jesus christ man it's it like this is pretty dark for a for an mcu show it's oh, like, i love it I remember, you remember in Falcon and Winter Soldier when the dude chopped the other dude's head off with a shield? It's getting those kind of levels. I'm like, holy crap, guys. Right, yeah, I'm loving it. I really am loving it. Yeah, I, I agree. It's it's pretty cool. It's, oh, it's that whole like, thing with Rhodey being questioned by like the UN or like NATO mm-hmm. was brilliant. He had so much sass about him. And I was like, oh, I'm here for this. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I like the what is it, the Slovakia or whatever, or like Chet, like whatever the hell he said. It's like if they if they correct me one more time, I'm gonna put the suit on and carpet bomb their country. Yeah, and I was like, oh yes, like, that's very American of you. I was in Finland, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, something like that. It was it was one of those yeah. countries, but yeah, he got all angry at them. He's just like, I'm gonna carpet bomb their country. I'm like, I hope that Rhodey puts the suit on before the end of the show. I I, I I'm here for it. I, I'd love to see like Iron Patriot. Like at is, is that what he is now? Like I know that Iron Man three they they rebranded him as Iron Patriot, but it, didn't he go back to being War Machine? I don't think they ever confirmed it, did they? I know he's in. I know his suit is an Iron Patriot suit in uh, Civil in, in, War. Yeah, and in, and in Endgame, it's the and same thing. Endgame. Like they, he has like a like a red, white, and blue version of it too. Like he he's in the War Machine armor because I really it, don't like it, that. It, I love the whole new armor that he's got because it's stored in his leg braces. Like, it's nanotechnology. That's fucking cool. Like, like, and that makes a lot more sense. Is that just, and why would you have an armor you could jump into when you just have an armor literally come out of your like? Well, he's like Tony. He taps a thing on his chest and he became Iron Man. So, yeah, we need to see that happen by the end of this episode or by the end of the series. I want to see Rhodey come help Nick Fury well, fight off the armor. scrolls. Is it, is it still a show or is Armor Wars a film now? I don't know. I... I 
think they, they uh, this last Comic Con, this last like, they, they changed it. Yeah, I think it was last Comic Con they changed it. Like, I don't know if Iron Wars is going to be is even going to be a thing anymore. Oh, I hope so. I was looking forward to Armor uh, Wars because uh, it was the premise was good. with Roby trying to protect Stark's name. Hmm. Let's see. I'm hoping for Justin Hammer to come back in it. Okay, so yeah, from what I can see, uh, yeah, no, okay. On August twentieth, Hollywood Report reported that, uh, okay, no, they got Yasir Lester to write to is the writer for it. And then back in twenty twenty one. See the latest thing I can find is September 29th, 2022. It's reported that the series would be redeveloped as a theatrical film. All right, so yes, they are still doing Iron War or Armor Wars, but it's going to be a movie instead of a TV show. I knew it was one of them, and they swapped, they changed it to the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 like I said, I'm, I'm here for that as well because, like I said, I want to see Justin Hammer back in that because last time we saw Justin Hammer, he was in prison. Dude, oh, I can't. I mean, that was in the All Hail the King. Um, Short. Mm. It was in the it was in the the D, the DVD short for oh, what was it for? I think it came out on the Iron Man three DVD or the or the or how the King because it was the Mandarin in prison. <laughs> uh, oh, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, it was the, I think it was the end of Iron either Iron Man three or whatever. But yeah, it's, it, well, when you see Ben Kingsley getting getting kidnapped by the actual Mandarin. Yeah, because they then shot that again. They redone that shot. And that that re- they redone with, that with shot Justin Hammer. for um, for Shang Chi. Oh, okay. See, so Justin says, "Happy Canada Day, everybody! Happy Canada Day!" A Canada's real. I know, right? I'm just, I th- I thought Canada was fake. I thought it was like just it was just northern. It was just northern. Um, the uh, it was just the northern U.S. I thought it was the snow. <laughs> it's the part nobody cares about. Only the French care about can. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Do Lots they, of maple syrup. Do they actually have flapping heads like in South Park? <laughs> uh, and yes, Hans, uh, Indiana Jones 5 is better than Temple of Doom. Fight me. Don't get jokers in there. Yeah, no. They... But anyway, uh, pop, pop my cold. What's up, Shanti? Peak year out of age to be streaming. Shanti, well, I yeah. will fly over to Florida and kick your ass. Good luck getting the. No, I'm kidding. Hey, I have a passport soon, so I'll be able to. Oh, well, good for you. Well, <laughs> I could do anything I want. Yeah, I could just transform into the TSA age and then let me walk right out. Yeah. So, I all right, I'm so let's, let's talk about this scene. So, this is probably my favorite scene of the entire episode. Is then when Rhodey like comes into fire or like arrest Nick Fury? Like I love that just like the back and forth he has. Where again, Nick Fury casually trying to be like, "Come on, man, help a brother out!" Like trying to use racism. I like, love the whole thing of, of like I, I don't know if it was I can't remember if it was in this scene or another scene. Fury's like, uh, "Even when I'm out, I'm in." It's like mm. this is the Fury that I love. Yeah, dude. It, it was great. So I think the, the best line of this of this part was when he says, like, he, he makes this line being like, come on, man, guys like you and me, like, you need to help a brother out. Guys like you and me didn't get to where we were by, you know, being, you know, just good. We were helped out by our brothers. And, you know, he's like, he basically just uses like, come on, dude, we're both black guys. So give me, so throw me a bone. And I love how Rhodey like tells him. Yeah, and Rhodey's like, Rhodey's like, 
Yeah, but because uh, like we all know that the reason now like Rhodey is basically working in the White House is more or less because of Fury. Right? They mm. more or less confirmed it in this like little meeting. That yeah, they tell him like, "I got you your job, so help me out here." But yeah. I love how he tells him is that like we didn't wrestle away the power from mediocre white men, you know, or mediocre men who didn't who don't look like us, so we could just turn around and give it over to mediocre men who do. And I'm like, oh, dude, you just called Nick Fury mediocre. Such an attack on politics, not like in the real world. Oh yeah, no, that was that was absolutely a poignant thing to say. But I also love how it's just like it was pointed to Nick Fury and he's just like, dude, it's like, oh, you just called Nick Fury like mediocre. Yeah. Like, Damn. Oh. <sighs> And I love like, how, like, when he, tell, he says that, Nick Fury just kind of is like taken aback. He's like, "What did you just like?" He he doesn't actually like believe that he just called him. Like, like I love that just the, the sheer line of like, just what <laughs> on his face when he when he's sitting there listening to Rhodey talk. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. That seeing the movie, I'm confident Temple of Doom is better. Throwing the down the glove. Well, you can think that all you want. It's wrong. <laughs> Temple of Doom is number four in the in the ranking. And of course, Crystal Skull is number five. That's always going to be number five. <laughs> no, Last Crusade is number five. Fuck Sean Connor. <clears throat> I'm kidding. No, Last Crusade is a three. Yeah, no, Last Crusade is number two. Raiders is number one. And yeah, again, Dial of Destiny is, is three. I mean, I've I not hear... seen Dial of Destiny yet, so like my ranking isn't... Yeah, yeah, you don't, you don't get to rank Dial of Destiny yet because you've only seen four Indiana Jones movies. I'm sorry. I know you are sorry. Sorry, excuse for a human being. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not a human being. I'm a scroll. Exactly. You're a sorry excuse for a human being. Get out of that skin. Go turn into your real skin. You freaking poser. No. I'm not. But no. But but anyway. Uh, so yeah, I think this scene is probably like the best scene of that because literally I was sitting there watching it. <laughs> I was I was on a break at work. I was sitting at my desk watching it. I'm just and uh, I swear one of my coworkers just hurt. Like must have been like really weirded out because they just suddenly heard, "Oh damn!" Like a whisper, like "Oh damn!" Like when I heard that scene or I heard that line. So I'm just like, I I feel like uh, someone somewhere was just like, "Dude, you're an idiot," because they just uh, yeah. Like it was it was a really awesome scene. And I and I was all about it. Uh, another thing I want to touch up on uh, with um with, with like that whole like that whole ex, uh, super score machine. That we that we saw with those four things that we've seen, I wonder what else com- like what other combination of powers they could use for super skulls. So, in theory, if they could get a hand, their hands on the super soldier serum, they could use that. In uh, if, they if, they, get, if they can somehow get maybe like Thor's blood or something, they they could get the powers of Thor. See, I, I guess at this point you you can't do it because Iron Man is dead. But like they should have, they should have uh, assimilated Tony Stark when they had the chance, because then they could have been able to build an arc reactor. They could, they would have had, they would have had that unbelievable uh, amount of technology they could have got their hands on. Yeah, straight up. Like, but but also it begs the question: like, how many of them are in Wakanda? Like, how many scrolls are in Wakanda right now? Or how many are in like, you know, what, what's the play? What's the uh, not Atlantica, but you know, the place where Namor is? Yeah. I don't know. Like that, that it makes me wonder. Is that like, are there scrolls in other parts of those of those places too that are sitting there just gearing up with other uh, weaponry? Yeah, but like, like I said, like I wonder what like, other combination of powers they could use for scrolls, super scrolls, because like they have 
Like, imagine, imagine Mantis's abilities on a Super Scroll. Hmm. Yeah. Damn, dude. Um, the Hulk's powers on a Super Scroll. Easily like, done. The Hulk, the Hulk can bleed. Yeah, straight up. Like the Hulk, like an Asgardian's powers. Which again, there's Asgardians on the on the planet right now, so they could absolutely mess with them and get some Asgardian stuff going on. Uh, dude, Beta Ray Bill, give us Beta Ray Bill. Do it, you cowards! I know he has nothing to do with the scrolls, but do it. I'd love to see Beta Ray Bill in in the MCU. I'd love it. Like so, I, all right. So we're getting pretty much close to the end here. Uh, is there any other? Are there any scenes that? Oh wait, no wait, 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 wait. There is one thing that stuck out to me that I wanted to talk about. We've glossed over this entire episode or this entire like conversation, and it's this. It's this crap. What the actual fuck is this? I'm I'm I'm. I it tips the scales for me. How so? I, I love the design. And I love the look, and I love how like everyone's faces in it change from human to scroll. Mm. So it helps give that illusion of who is human and who is the scroll at the point for the throughout the series. Like it helps with the questioning of everything. But didn't they? Isn't it AI generated? Yeah, this entire opening is AI generated. It's it's not not a human artist was on this, or well, it was, technically it was, some human artists were. If you think about the AI, the stuff the AI must have like, you know, analyzed to make it. If if it was completely like hand animated, and like multiple people worked on it, it would be one of my favorite openings for a Marvel series. But the fact that it's all AI. But the fact that it's all AI, it, it it puts it down to like my third favorite. Mm -hmm. Now, someone on Twitter, I had I was talking to one of our friends. Uh, she's in the Red Five Network. She's uh, Tina. She was talking to us about, uh, or she's talking to me about this, and she said that it was like an it was a artistic choice. Like they they did it because to like symbolize that the scrolls are like they look like humans, but they're not quite humans. Like it. It's meant to be like that uncanny valley kind of thing of like it looks like this it's like us but not quite so this, there. This shot here of the opening of the opening credits with the White House. Yeah, that's what gives me major vibes of is the president a scroll? That's is kind of what helps me tip because that's what, that, that, that was Moscow burning from the bombing. Clearly. Yeah, yeah, the, the um, opening part. Like yeah. yeah, that's that's Moscow. Yes. There's a like there's a spaceship part here, which is probably Nick Fury coming down from from uh, the station. Yeah, I th I think I think that's Nick Fury coming down from Saber. Like that this part. Scary. That shot's scary because obviously if the whole Nick Fury like Gravik turn into Nick Fury, that's kind of like the council that they had in this episode. Yeah, like so everything but everything kind of fits with what they're trying to do or what they're doing, like imagery from the show. But it's still just like I think it's really weird, and I, and again, it's because it's probably like an like they said, like Tina said, it's like probably an artistic choice of like doing like it's like you know real life, but it's not quite there. You yeah. Know? So it's that's kind of like the scrolls are like they're like humans, but they're not quite humans. But the, so that is a shot from inside the the council meeting, like mm -hmm. that, that that that's clearly that Italian looking guy. Yeah, the one who like r runs NATO or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, then they have the entire planet turning green and becoming Skrull. Yeah, becoming like Skrullopolis, the new Skrullopolis planet, basically. So, mm. like, yeah, the, the shot of the White House and the green 
all behind the White House and everything. That's what gives me major, like, shit, is the president a scroll? Yeah. Like, is the president a scroll? Like, it, like obviously, the prime minister is the, you know, the, the, the head of NATO. Like, yeah. there are quite a few people who are that. Is the president a scroll? Like, who is and who isn't? Like, that is the big question of this of the series. And it's making me start losing my goddamn mind. Because I, now I have yeah. to re-examine re every single MCU movie from, like, the beginning. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> I like how, I love how the, the chat has become a, a conversation about Indiana Jones 5. Well, we're not talking about Indiana Jones. We're talking about a Marvel series. No, that's next week. Yeah, we'll talk about Indiana Jones next week. And hopefully Marshall will be on here to talk about it. But yeah, but yes. Now the point is that uh, this is a this is a weird thing. I don't I don't particularly care for the choice. I wish that they had done like an act. Like I wish they had actually animated or had gotten an actual artist to do something with it because this that's is just it. weird to me. That's that's what tips it to number three for me for my uh, Marvel openings. I'm sorry to say this, but Hawkeye is my number one. Hawkeye, really? Why? Oh, right. Why is that? Because Hawkeye is my boy. Oh, if that's the only reason I'm like, if we need to talk about like the best M all right. So we're, are we talking about MCU just, just the Marvel, like the, the Disney stuff, or are we talking about like Netflix? Does that count sure. too? Because, because dude, the Netflix series, uh, Daredevil has like the best opening of all time. Okay. We'll count the Netflix ones as well. So yeah. Cause then it goes like Daredevil is number one, number two. I don't know. I, I really like Moon Knight. I like the, well, I like Moon Knight's credits sequ sequence. I don't know about their, yeah. So, mm, I don't know. It's a hard one. WandaVision. WandaVision had the best one because it did because it did the fucking most creative one. Yeah, WandaVision was quite good. That'd be we right something to cut leave this episode with to think about your top five Marvel show like credits. Like that's mm. opening and end credits. Right. And then on the on the next Secret Invasion podcast, we'll come back to that answer. So it gives everybody time to think. Yeah, that actually is. That's a good one. I like that. I'm gonna make a. I'll make a community post after this episode is done. Yeah, a bit of a, a bit of a, uh, a community interaction there for, nice. for the next for the next secret invasion episode that we do. Hell yeah! And so yeah, like I uh, know this isn't even my channel, and I'm help. I'm thinking of things for you guys. Like, well, I am. I, no, I'm technically now right, got to be like the official like fourth member of Fulcrum Entertainment at this point because you got Marshall, we got you and Harrison. Yeah, no I mean, Marshall, Marshall is kind of a part timer because he's not really here very much. Okay, often, I'm, yeah. I, I'm third. And very good. You're you're our new third. <laughs> well done. Werewolf by Night was her was uh, Shanti's favorite opening. Oh, that was a, that was a good one too. Very good one. Very good one. I still think one division kind of just takes it because of all the different ways I, they I want, to do it. I want more short films like Werewolf by Night. Dude, that one was really good. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Okay, so here now we've pretty much reached the end of this part. I want to ask you uh, the the final thing is that so where do you rate these two episodes like on this series? Like and and honestly the whole the series as a, as a whole right now, okay. where do you rate it as so, far so as are we just doing like episode or just of what everything we've seen so far? So yeah, episode one and episode two. Where would you rate each of those? Uh, so individually, episode one would be about six. Episode five would be uh, episode five. Episode two, I've seen it. Episode five's not even out yet. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, episode one would be about six. Episode two, mainly because of what we got to see of backstory. Like we got to see more backstory with 
Fury and the Scrolls. Uh, and we kind of got to see more of the fallout from what happened at the end of episode one. It's going to be an eight. It's going to be an eight. Ooh. Okay. I like that. So yeah, for episode one, because it's just the, like the, the way that they were doing it, like the, the fact that I wasn't expecting Ross to be a, a scroll, the fact yeah. that they killed off Maria Hill, they showed up, they showed us all kinds of like, and I also like, I, I have a crush on Amelia Clark. So, you know, there's that I'm a simp for her. like, I think. And then also what's his, what's his name? The guy, the actor who plays Talos. He was also in uh rogue one. He's a very good actor. I love yeah. how he, it, like they haven't changed like I like how with the scrolls Ben Ben Mendel Mendelson Men, Mendelson the the I like how the people that they've got to play the actors they've got to play scrolls they've got them to play their human form as well hmm. so yeah. they're like there's no voice dubbing or anything like it's just straight up the same person with makeup on it's like that's brilliant hmm. oh dude thank you so much Justin you're awesome buddy didn't have to do that, and you and you did, and you were you're great. So you, just for that, you know what? I'm, I have this special thing that I I never knew when I was going to use it, but I'm but it's a it's a clip of our good friend Salacious Rum. You are my brother, Anakin. But I had to dick your missus because she wanted it, and my purple wand was froming. So that was just for you, uh, Justin. Thank you very much for the donation. I'm we're we're glad to have you. So, oh, okay, so yeah, Shanti, Ben Mendel, dude, you and old guys, man. You were like the old, like old frail old men who are like go who are balding, kind of like what's with you and like that those Harrison Forty types. So, yeah. Oh, Zombie King, what's up? Says hey, Gilbert. Sorry, I haven't been watching lately as I got married last week and have been a wet dude. You do you. Like congratulations on getting married. I I hope you I hope everything works out for you. I hope it, I hope you're very happy. Like basically what I'm saying is that like good on you. Like you know life it's much more important than this. <laughs> I, I think I just killed Peaky. Wasn't expecting that. I'm sorry, Anakin. I had to dick your misses. <laughs> you were my brother, Anakin. But I had to dick your missus. Yeah, no, that was That's that was from like a British a... term as well. I like, dicked your missus. <laughs> it was really good stuff. For those who don't understand that song, he slept with his missus. Yeah, no, that's... this is a royal seeing too. Yeah, and so everyone, give a nice congratulations to our friend Zombie yeah. King for getting sorry, married. Sorry, I, I should have congratulated when Gilbert read it out, but I was too busy crying. Uh, congratulations. Zombie King on uh, tying the knot, getting hitched, getting the old ball and chain round your foot. Yep. Congratulations on becoming celibate. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but... Sex life goes out the window when you get married. It's been confirmed. My mates don't have sex and they're married. It's, a fact. it's kind of a birthday and Christmas kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Not even that for them. Oh, that's sad. But anyway, yeah, congratulations, Zombie King. We we're happy for for you. And like I said, man, if you if you have to have life, if life takes precedence, by all means, you know, do your thing. Yeah. Sometimes I can't make it to a podcast because I've got things going on. Yeah. And his things are freaking. He has to shoot metal or plastic BBs at people. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he didn't even get married. But anyway, so I'm, I'm going to agree with you. I think that I think uh, episode one probably going to be about a seven, maybe seven and a half for me. Yeah. Episode two. Because it had that, like, the, the, I was, I, I would, my jaw kind of dropped when I saw him, like, that Nick Fury's married to a scroll. So I'm just like, I'm, I don't know. I want to say that that was, I don't know if that one makes it better. 
but it was definitely a good one. I mean, I'll give it the same thing, like seven, maybe seven and a half across the board. And as far as like MCU shows, still, I'm gonna say this one goes third because because right now my ratings are uh, Wandavision, Moon Knight, and then uh, and now this is my is my third one. Yeah, this is this is creeping up my guest as well. I I can tell with each episode that it's uh, it's gonna be up there and like it's pretty low at the moment in uh like grossing marvel showing like it's pretty low down in the list but that's only because all the other shows have had all of their episodes and we're only on the second episode mm-hmm. so i'm pinning a lot of that like top grossing episode and like like best mcu show so far just on we've only had two episodes so far yeah. I don't like those ratings when it comes out to shows. They should wait until the full season is out to do a full like rating on that. That's a good because point. Uh, it, it steers it... people off from wanting to watch the show. Because a lot of people don't watch the show until all the six episodes are out. I yeah. know quite a few people that do that. And I was like, fair enough. If you want to watch it all in one go, that I, I can't wait. I have FOMO. So I, I, when it comes to Marvel, I have massive FOMO, so I can't wait. It's like when a new film comes out, I have to go see it opening day. Agreed. I'm, I'm the exact same way as far as Marvel and like anything Star Wars. I have to go if see I it. I can't see it opening day. It's opening week. Like mm-hmm. I have to try. That gives me time to watch it as soon as it comes out and to go to back to the theaters to go and get another rewatch in before nice. it ends its theater run. Agreed. I've, see, I've watched Spider Verse now like four fucking times. It's quite, I think you've seen it once. It is so good. I, I, I get paid. I get paid like either next next week or the week after, so I will be going then. I'm, I'm like, just yeah. really short on cash at the moment. I, I get that, but yeah, no. It's, but I'm right there with you. Is that like I have to go see the movie, and not even because of the channel, but because I'm like I want to know what fucking what's going on. I want to have something to talk about with my friends. Yeah. Yeah, I really want to go watch it. So, so yeah, but you're right. We can't. We we shouldn't be giving it. Like, I'm gonna put an asterisk next to that third, third, like number three ranking. Because yeah, it, it like it might yeah, pull an Amber Heard next week and totally I, suck. I, I, I can't give it a spot on my MCU list ranking at the moment because like I said we've only had two episodes. We don't know what's gonna happen next. We don't know what the next four episodes are gonna contain. Fucking Barbie and Oppenheimer. Oh, Oppenheimer looks incredible. Oh, Barbie oh, looks. I I'm here for Oppenheimer mainly because of one actor in it, and it's Killian Murphy. And like I have a picture blinders. of him. The just Peaky Blinders here. guy. Just here, I have a picture of Killian Murphy, and mm. he's the reason why I want to go see Oppenheimer. And also yeah. from the trailer, it looks brilliant. And the, the just the small clip of the guy they've got playing Albert Einstein in it, they've done a fantastic job already on that casting. Oh yeah, no, that movie looks that movie looks incredible. Yeah, I, I can't wait to go see it. And honestly, I'm I'm also looking forward to the Gran Turismo movie that's coming out in August. That movie looks freaking awesome. Did you not know about that? When was the? Yeah, no, there's when? a movie about about like the, the about a real life story about a video game player who like was the best Gran Turismo player who became an actual fucking like race car driver in real life. And like, they made a, a movie. About that. Yeah, they're making a movie about that about that dude's life become for going from gamer to to race car driver, and it's fucking it looks awesome. They'll make a movie out of anything nowadays, Jesus uh, d- Christ, dude. You know, I mean, like, they made a movie about you, cocaine. Talk shit all so. you want. It's not some bullshit like Fast and I, the Furious not, nonsense. I wasn't. I'm not just saying they'll make a movie out of anything right these oh, days, like Cocaine but, Bear, for instance. But, it, uh, but yeah, 
but yeah, the, the Gran Turismo movie looks really good. Uh, fuck, I, I, I might go see Mission Impossible. We'll see. I, but, I want to see. I, I'm a. I, I've been watching Mission Impossible films since the first one came. Since I saw the first one, so I, I technically I have to go see this one just because uh, of. I don't know about have to, but yeah, I'll pro- I might. It depends on. What I, we... I still haven't seen Top Gun too. <laughs> eh, it's all right. It's, I'm it's just okay. a fan. I'm a fan of Tom Cruise movies, so. Mm. Okay, fair enough. I'm like Tropic Thunder, best Tom Cruise, best, best movie that Tom Cruise has ever fucking been in. Have you seen the the, the like Ben uh, Ben Stiller, Tom Cruise, and Robert Downey Jr. said that they're down for making a second one. Oh, I'm like, so down for it. I'm yes, here for it. Please give us Robert Downey Jr. playing a black man, playing a white man, playing a black man again. We we gotta do some shit like that again, where he's like doing doing blackface again or whatever. It's like that's oh, the that actual line from the movie. It's like I'm a I'm a white man playing a black man, playing a white man, playing a black man. Yeah. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. I love that movie so much. My birthday month, yeah. Oh my god, don't be one of those people. You have a birthday, not a birthday month. Don't be one of those people, Shanti. How are you gonna be, Shanti? 10? Oh, damn, fucking throwing shade over her. Gonna go see a Barbie movie, Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm I mean, I can't say much. I did a, I did a trailer reaction to the Barbie movie trailer, and it got like three thousand views. <laughs> that's like one of the reasons we became we became like actually aware of you for like for a good minute is because like that was like the first video from you I actually watched was your Barbie trailer. It got like three thousand views. It's my most watched trailer reaction. It's ridiculous. I'm gonna be th- damn. It, I'm gonna be fucking thirty next that's in March. Seven shanty. Jesus Christ! You don't look a day over twenty. And that's not me like exaggerating. You look good for thirty-seven. <laughs> Fuck you, I'm a Leo. Whole a whole month. Yeah, well, you know what? That just means you're crazy. I ain't got shit to do with the sun. Hey, Leos be crazy. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, like, so I'm, I'm, I'm being serious, Shanley. You look, you look good for thirty-seven. So, like, uh, so I look good for thirty, nearly thirty. Yeah, I, I mean, I look like I'm twelve. <laughs> But yeah, no. And also, you know, uh, like, so now I gotta ask, Piki. This is the question I always ask Harrison or Marshall, whoever's on. Is what? Uh, so where do you think the show is going? Like, that's the last question. And we'll get out of here. Oh, so we've got four episodes left. So I'm, I'm like I said, we could be getting some more shock factors towards the uh, the end of each episode. We've had two already in the first two episodes. We had Maria here in episode one, and then we had the realization that Nick Fury's married to a scroll. It's not a big bomb dropping shock factor but it's still a shock factor um so we could be getting more i reckon we're going to be finding i uh, we're, we're going to be fi- i want to find more of why gravik is so against fury we saw a little bit of it in this episode like gravik explains a little bit but i want to see how it starts to cook in gravik's mind throughout the years of like fury has kind of let down on his promise Mm-hmm. But I also want to see it play out that Nick Fury hasn't let down on his post, that he is still trying to... This is why like, maybe he's been up in Sabre this whole time, is that he's trying to actually find a suitable planet for the Skrulls. You know how you is, have to find it out? Helps him, it helps him being up in space because the technology they have up in the Sabre station is probably way better than they have down on Earth to be able to scan planets and mm-hmm. find a... you know. A, a habitable planet for them and space is so vast that it is literally taking this long um 
more scroll, the more people are going to find out more people are scrolls, hands down. Um, it can go so many ways. Like, I think we know Fury's not going to die in this because he's in the Marvel's Traeger, and this is set before Marvel's. Is he peaky or is it a scroll? <laughs> you don't know. That's the thing. You can't trust anything from here on out because it could just be a scroll. Nah, it's Fury. <laughs> but yeah, so Captain I Marvel would know. I think, Marvel, I think yeah. that's a good point. Captain Marvel would probably scrolls Captain can't do Marvel. this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Captain Marvel would be able to tell if it was if it was Fury. She she when she was on the Cree planet, she was hunting scrolls. She'd be able to tell. Mm, fair enough. Okay, so with that, I think I'm, a, I'm a, I kind of agree with you. It's probably going to end up being like uh, we're going to get more about how Gravik is, uh, you know, like why he's angry at Fury. I'm going to guess it's because he has daddy issues. It's like, you were my father figure, like, for the longest time. Like, it's going to have, like, this thing where he, like, trained Gravik a little bit and gave yeah. him, like, some pointers about how to be, like, a, you know, a secret agent or a spy or whatever. And then Gravik is going to turn that on him. And, yeah, like, it's going to be interesting to see that. I really hope, I feel like we're going to see it, but I really hope it doesn't happen that Gia dies. I feel like it's probably going to, but I I hope not. I don't want to because she she has so much more potential in the MCU. Agreed. If not that, then we got to have Talos die. Like, Talos needs to sacrifice, he needs to sacrifice himself for Gia. I reckon Talos could die. I reckon Talos will die to save his daughter. I reckon he'll sacrifice himself. Like He, he, he will die trying to protect his daughter. Hmm. And I think if he dies, if he if he does die, it won't be at the end of the season. It'll be midway through. And I think if Gravit kills Talos, it will be that 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 final step to pushing Gia away from Gravik. It'll be it'll be the deciding factor in like, oh, Gravik is the wrong person to be siding with. <laughs> uh, yeah, agreed. I'm, I think you're absolutely right. That's going to be the, the straw that breaks the camel's back and makes her yeah. no longer want to be part of uh, Gravik's army and like yeah. start fighting again. But yeah, the, you know how we're going to find out what happens to all of them by watching the Marvels movie. Yeah. I reckon. I reckon also like Gia's. If she doesn't die, her future in the MCU could be maybe like a Maria Hill or a Natasha Romanoff role with Fury. Oh, dude, she takes over Maria's body. Like, that'd be actually kind of cool for her to take over. I don't think taking over her body. I see her maybe working with Fury as close as what Natasha and Hill did. Still, though, I, think I could see cool. Fury taking her under his wing and him, like, I, I, training her and uh, protecting I guess. her. I I see your point, but I'm like, but still, he bring back Colby, Smol Colby Smolders, damn it. Show me that she didn't die. That's what I want. I, I don't know if it's going to happen, but that's what I want to happen. After, he has a history of Gia. Like, he knew her since she was fucking a child, for God's sake. So it's yeah, I reckon I reckon like he would he will end up protecting her. I reckon he'll take her up to Saber with with him to like help that. protect her like, a little bit more. I could definitely see that happening. Like them yeah. them all going up to Saber together, and then fucking Miss Marvel whatever runs into Kira or to, not Kira to uh, Gia up there. I could definitely That's see that thing. happening. Post credit scene. We usually get one. Oh, one thing I want, I want I want I want us to. Do, because we were at the start of the series, what do you reckon the post-credit scene would be for the end of this series? The, oh, easy. And the end credit scene is going to be Fury up on Saber. Like it's going to be the real Fury, whatever, back on Saber doing his thing. Like everything's back to normal, and he's he's you know reinstated by the government. Everything's all cool. And then right as he's like, all right, we're going to test out this new you know scope or this new ray or this new thing. And just as they do that, Miss Marvel is going to pop up and, and like be flying I, towards. The I, reckon, I reckon it's going to 
uh, is going to connect to the Mar the, the, the Marvels film. Exactly. They're going to show us that scene that we saw in the trailer of Monica Rambeau going out and flying to something. Isn't the Marvels the next film? Yeah, that is. It's coming out in November. Yeah. So it's it's going to link into that. That's exactly what it's going to be. It's going to be like we're going to see Monica Rambeau there for a minute. She's going to disappear, and then and then it's going to be like what's her the girl who's Miss Marvel screaming. Kamala Khan. Kamala Khan. Yeah, Kamala Khan. And then she's going to be like, "Oh my God, Nick Fury!" And and so it's going to be the yeah. clip from the trailer where she's outside of the Saber Station. That's exactly what's going to happen. And I, then I, I hope I, that the, I, the end credit scene to that movie is that we get to see a, a, a team of astronauts gearing up to go up to Saber. And then, oh no, what's up with that cosmic storm? Oh, that'd be a great way to do it. That'd be a great way to tease Fantastic Four. Right, we don't see their faces. We just hear their. We just hear the voices. Like in, in coming to Saber Station, you know, it's it's you know team of four or whatever the hell. We have them. We have, we have them mention that they're four people and like, uh, like I want it. I want it so bad. But uh, if you hadn't, if you guys couldn't figure out, I'm a big Fantastic Four nerd. Yeah, but, like docking like uh, shuttle team four or something or something like that. So, and then yeah. just you see like in in the like maybe you zoom up into the camera into like the the ship and you see like Reed Richards with a little white hair on his side sides of his head, something like that. Something, yeah. but anyway, so this will be the last word is that Shanti says that I like how Gilbert traded in one Brit for another on today's stream. Me, like, it, it happens a lot recently. Like, me and Harrison just keep missing each other. Yeah, you guys, you guys keep on just swapping, you playing musical chairs with us. from when uh, the Brits took over. Yeah, well, yeah, that was a fun podcast. Yeah, no, that wasn't. I, I, I caught some of that. I like how you guys just started talking about old British TV. Oh yeah, it was just it was just we me, me and Harrison were just reminiscing about British TV shows. It was brilliant. It was pretty great. We need. We, I think. I think you need, we need to schedule in more British takeovers. Uh, we we will definitely see about that. I like I like that idea, but we will see. A lot of fun. Definitely got to do more I, shooting the shit episodes too because those I, are just great. I, I left the podcast and my cheeks were hurting from like laughing and smiling so much. It was brilliant. All right, folks. I agree, and that was that was great. So we will do that again very soon, or at least another shooting the shit episode very soon. But all right, folks, it is time for us to be on our way. Thank you guys all so much. Thank you to Hans, to Shanti, to, uh, to Tasha, a Zombie King, to let's see, no Mister Action today, I noticed, but that's cool. To Patrick, Justin, Harry, and Bob the Builder, and to all of you, like thank you guys all so much for being here. You were, you were all great. It's been great talking to you. Make sure you catch us next week because we're going to be talking about Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. I won't be here for that one. You might, yeah, you're probably not going to be on that one. I think it'll be Marshall and maybe Harrison. But yes. at any rate, yeah, we'll be talking about Dial of Destiny next week and doing a full spoiler review of that. So go see it. It's great. <laughs> and it's okay. It's okay. It's I've good things. Yeah, but at any rate, yeah. Uh, thank you. Like I said, thank you guys all for watching. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment below, check out our other videos, all that good stuff. Check out Harrison's newest audiobook uh, part that came out yesterday. And uh, yeah, check out my game stream that I'm going to do tomorrow. I don't know what I'm going to be streaming, but we, we will figure it out as we go. But right. anyway, until that time, I have been Gilbert, or at least the scroll version of Gilbert. This has been Super Scroll Peaky over here. And you know, Peaky, do you have anything on your? You have a, you have a, some videos you need to talk do. So uh, do that real quick, and then we'll get out of here. Yeah, so Wednesday I'm doing part three of my GTA 5 story playthrough. I was meant to do it today, but I had a pretty rubbish week and it's framed me for a loop. 
and I just didn't have the energy in me to do two streams in one day. Uh, so I'm making up for it by doing a midweek game stream. Uh, Thursday, I think I scheduled in, I'm building a um, Digimon figure, uh, builder figure. Hmm. Um, this one, Metal Garuamon. So nice. I'll be building that and I'll be, uh, I'll have the StreamYard link in, um, in the chat. Uh, so if people want to come in and chat with me and you know, we can shoot the shit basically while I'm building, I, I'll happily accept people on. I don't mind. It's a bit of fun for me as well. It keeps me entertained while I'm building. And then Friday, I should have part episode three, part two of my reptiles of the around the world, uh, which would be France episode part two, because I had to split into two parts. Didn't realize so, there were that many poisonous snakes in in or no, just reptiles. No, period. I mean, it's about thirty. I, I got to half an hour of recording part one, and I had to end it because it was just retention rate. So I was like, "We'll end it here. We'll be in part two. So I need to record that for this week. Yeah, I didn't realize there were that many reptiles in France. Damn. Yeah. But it's all right, lot. guys. So yeah, go subscribe to Peaky here. Go subscribe uh, to, to, to YouTube.com for forward slash the Peaky Arrow. Yeah, and um, I'm I'm going to be doing more streams i i i'm getting i used to get massive burnout from doing streams but i'm starting to kind of get back into the groove of doing them now so mm. more 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 streams will be coming there'll be game streams or maybe they'll just be shit shit uh, like shit the shit type streams where i just invite guests on and we just talk and yeah but cool maybe one yeah. day i'll go through a whole stream of all of my megazords you that you definitely do that because that that can be forever. That'd be like an hour easily of like a stream Whereas you could do. I forty odd, so yeah, so easily. Yeah. So all right, guys. So like I said, go subscribe to Peaky. Go check him out. He's almost at four hundred subscribers, and he definitely deserves more. Fourteen like, away, I think I'm at now. I, I'm at, I think I'm at three eighty six. Yes, 386. So yeah, go go subscribe to Peaky. Go help him out. We just need 14 more to get into that 400 mark. And then honestly, 600 more, you need to get up on there too. Yeah, I. by the way, goal is to get 500 by the end of the year and I'll get a Peaky Arrow tattoo. Hell yeah, do that. I get, so, I get my channel permanently inked on my body. So there you go, guys. Now you have a, a three-hour marathon. Damn, T. But all right, guys. So like I said, thank you guys all for watching. Make sure all the YouTube nonsense. Thank you guys all. We will see you guys next week. And remember, we are all fulcrum. Bye-bye, everybody.